0: welcome everybody to another edition of the fly racing racer X podcast thanks for listening appreciate it thank you to the folks at racetech pulp 23 is the code to save call them tell them email send smoke signals whatever you got to do tell them you listen to pulp they'll give you a discount on some suspension work get your oil changed get some motor work done the team solitaire guys run the motors a lot of privateers running their suspension out there racetech.com great website too really super informative Appreciate you guys uh, doing that and, uh, yeah, using them over the years. They've been great, and uh, they're almost like a institution in motocross companies. So thanks to those guys as well. Thank you to the folks at All Balls Racing, whether it's the Vertex Pistons, whether it's uh, Hot Rods, Hot Cams, Pivot Works. They've got stuff to rebuild your modern bike or your vintage bike. I've used their stuff for all of my vintage bikes. Works great. Really good prices, good product as well. Check out AllBallsRacing.com for all of your needs. Go to your local dealer, of course, and ask for that. And a great product line, great um, um, service for those guys as well. So, yeah, please check it out. Thanks to AllBallsRacing.com, Racetech. All right, let's get on with the show, shall we?
1: Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Vol- sport.com and Cuba links on racerxonline.com
0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast with John Rosensteel. John R., known as uh, to everyone in the industry, longtime mechanic, uh, really, really good dude, super smart. Uh, he's in retirement now, and uh, I was stoked to get a chance to talk to him about his legendary career, as you'll hear here on the show. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Fly Racing, of course, motorsport.com, your local dealer. FlyRacing.com to look at everything they've got from uh, Evo to Patrol. They've got you covered in gear lines, Formula Helmet, a bunch of different shells and different price points, but same great features, the Formula Helmet, the Zone Pro goggle, the FR5 boot. Uh, Simply put, Fly Racing's got something for you uh, on and off the track, a lot of casual wear, mountain bike stuff as well, and uh, watercraft, snow stuff. Thank you to Fly Racing for making this podcast happen. Thank you for their support in all of the pulp world. We really appreciate it. Great guys, great company over there at Fly Racing. And also thanks to the folks at Renthal, Red Bull KTM, Monster Energy Kawasaki, Factory Honda, just to name a few that use Renthal, Sprockets, Chains, Bars, Grips. Uh, all, they got the 7 bar all the way to the Fat Bar 36, which they came out a couple years ago. Great company. Everything's made over there in the U.K. to the highest of standards. If you listen, listen to this and you raced and ridden, you've probably used something from Renthal and seen it for yourself. So the chains are top-notch, the sprockets, everything else. These teams that use Renthal, they use them for a reason, people, and they've used them for that long. So please check out Renthal.com. Really cool website, really informative website as well. And I want to thank the folks at Max's Tires, MXSTs, developed by some guy named Jeremy McGrath. And Alex Ray's using those tires out there in Supercross right now. And, uh, yeah, Maxis.com. Light truck tires, trailer tires, uh, great mountain bike tires, as you probably know. So, Maxis.com for more information on that. Uh, Thank you to Maxis. Thank you to Fly, Kobolinks, Motorsport.com. Also on board this. We'll tell you about them later on in the show. Uh, But here's my conversation, a remote podcast. I went over to John R.'s house after one of the Anaheims and uh, sat down with him. And uh, with a dog on his lap sleeping away, I fired some questions at him. And, uh, yeah, really, really cool guy. And he took me in the garage after this for some experiments, uh, some f- fusion experiments <laughs> way beyond me. Uh, um, and uh, he actually ra- made something radioactive in front of me. And, yeah, really cool, man. Guy's uh, guys, a genius. So thanks for listening. And uh, John Steele, here we go. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. I am... Uh... Super stoked to be doing this podcast, a, a gentleman that I highly respect in the industry and uh, worked with for a little bit of time and uh, got an award at Anaheim, legend and hero of the sport. This uh, guy was a championship-winning mechanic, a championship-winning suspension guy, and maybe the smartest man in the motorcycle industry, John Rosensteel. What's up, John R? How are you?
2: <laughs> oh, good morning. Yeah, I'm well. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks for doing this. Um, I, I, I've been trying to do this with you for a while, and you were... Saying, I want to do it in person. You'd rather do it in person than over the phone. Right. So,
2: yeah, I, don't, I don't like talking on the phone. I was like, I got some weird personality quirks. <laughs> right. No,
0: that's fine. I get it. Um, so actually, but it worked out really nicely because um, you got an award last night from the Legends and Heroes.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, and, right.
0: And so you went on stage at Anaheim. Um, how was that? What was that
2: like? Oh well, that was pretty exciting. It was kind of just this, it was like over in a second, it seemed like, and Mhm. Yeah. And
0: do we think Brock, your old rider, was behind this? Do we know? I know.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I think. I think Warren told me that. And so. so you are. Um, in fact, Brock mentioned that last night. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so you're you're retired now. You retired in two thousand and four. Six. Two thousand six. Okay. Um, and and I'm thinking. I'm guessing John R. That. All the mechanics you worked with, I was probably one, maybe the greatest. Oh yeah, I mean, was, uh, maybe, was maybe
2: maybe second. Okay, yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Just wondering. Yeah. I, was yeah. Just, <laughs> I, I I loved part of the thing about Yamaha was I was such a moto nerd that you and Keith and Bob Oliver, you guys have been there for you know decades. Yeah. And you're you're all part of motocross history, and it was always cool to me to be like these guys are like the link to the oh, past, oh. you know. So I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool
2: yeah it's, it's weird, I just it's like a I don't know how to explain it, I don't know I look back on it now it seems like someone else's life, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I can't look like, I did that stuff, how did <laughs> I do that you
0: yeah. uh yeah you and you guys, i mean, look, let's face it i I was a parts changer, yeah, you were a real mechanic oh, like, I you guys welded things, you guys changed frame geometries, oh, you know you moved shocks, yeah. like you guys were i I heard a story that you guys used to get exhaust pipes like. In just the cones, and you would have to weld them
2: together. Oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, Warren, when he, when he first started racing, like one of his jobs was had uh, had like a side job working for FMF. He'd get a bunch of cones, get, get cones,
0: he'd bring them home to the garage and weld them in the garage. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, Warren Reed, your stepson, uh, a great yeah. rider also. Um, okay, so let's, do you follow the racing much these days? No. No.
2: No, not at all. Not
0: at all? So when you went back last night to Anaheim, what was that like for you? What was it like seeing this the you know the the pits and the tracks and everything else
2: uh I don't I don't what do you call it deja vu all over again yeah and yeah you yeah, walking down the ramp you know into the stadium that was kind of odd uh, you know usually we're on the bikes down there yeah <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking around left and right, you know, in the, sta- in the halls of the stadium. Oh, it's all the same. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're like, oh, here we-, here we go again. Yeah. Were you able to connect with anybody like from the old days or were you able to talk to anybody? Yeah.
2: a few people I haven't seen for a year, like a Briar Holcomb I talked to him a little bit. And, yeah. And, and, but, and, uh, Br- uh Bruce McDougall okay. was there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, right. To see the, the old crew back, I guess, yeah. um, you've done so much in the industry and I want to talk about suspension evolution and some suspension things that have come on, um, since, you know, even maybe even since, uh, you, um, retired, but, uh, let's go back. So you're from Illinois, right? How do you get into motocross racing?
2: Uh, well, I worked, well, um, I got out of this, uh, service. I was in the Navy and I got out of the service and went, went to work for my dad, went back to work for my dad. Okay. We had a, a implement business, you know, farm machinery business. Okay. And I was working there part-time and going to uh, community college to try to, uh, cause I, up to that time, I was put mostly an electronics person. Right? That's all I thought about. And, but, uh, and then, uh, doing, you know, working on trucks and tractors and farm machinery and all that, all that stuff. And, uh, my dad, he, he, uh, noticed or he, the uh, monthly or, I don't know, weekly, the Farm Journal magazine always had a Honda ad in the back page. Okay. And he, he looking at that, and he said, well, I think I can make some money selling those things. And okay. So then he took on Honda, and, and I started working on that stuff, you know, uncrating the bikes. And yeah. Like, you know, first uncreated a, a step through 50 and, yeah. you know, put the slide and carburetor backwards. and you know the sure. first thing. And then r-
0: so, yeah, that's how you got into it.
2: And, yeah.
0: And just – and I, you have a – um Curious mind. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Right? I, so,
2: I I want to look at it, everything. I'm just so curious how stuff works. So. Yeah.
0: So you start taking things apart and looking yeah. at it, or fixing them, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like
2: my dad earlier. Before that, my dad, when we still lived on a farm, he worked. He'd he'd quit farming, but we still lived on a farm, and okay, he worked in town. He worked in a well, it was a small town, like you know, twenty thousand people. But, yeah, yeah. But and, uh. He would I work for a truck, small trucking company. He was like the shop supervisor for the couple, three mechanics or something. But up in the loft of the building, there all the all the old parts. So they took off the trucks; they'd save, you know, all the speedometers and mm-hmm. heater motors and all that stuff. Man, I'd go up there and root around and <laughs> yeah, take yeah. it home, <laughs> try try to build it. Yeah, try. take it apart, see how it works, right? And all that stuff.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Um, so you, that's your love of motorcycling and fixing. Yeah, the other day, the other yeah, I
2: got, yeah, I got it. Involved in the the Honda, you know, just working on the Hondas, and soon as like, then I became a community college college dropout. So <laughs> said, oh, this is way more interesting.
0: <laughs> How do you find yourself? Like, do you ride at all? Are, are you like? Yeah, yeah, a I
2: rode. Yeah, I rode a few rate like scrambles, races, okay. and stuff. And yeah, yeah. I had a just some. What did I had a? Eventually, I had a, a Honda ninety with a Van Tech frame. Okay.
0: Yeah, what well, I don't know what that is, but sure.
2: yeah, yeah, someone made a little, like a tube frame for a that would fit like a universal frame would fit any small motorcycle. And they, oh, okay. They had these aluminum cups for the steering head races that okay. were kind of a poor design. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> seems like it. Yeah, um, but, and then how do you find yourself, you know, advancing in in the ranks to professional mechanicing?
2: How does yeah, that yeah, yeah, I worked at a dealer. My dad sold the dealership okay. finally, and another guy bought it, and he was he had a little problem with drinking okay sometimes so yeah. i got out of there after a couple of years uh-huh. and i uh i wanted to always wanted to move to california even even when i joined the service i was hoping to get stationed out here but oh, really? that didn't yeah. happen yeah. but yeah. but then i wrote i wrote a letter to american honda asking them if they put me in touch with any dealers that needed mechanics really and, and, yeah. yeah and then pretty soon they sent me a. Uh, I think they, I can't remember. They sent me some stuff to fill out or anyway, they, they scheduled some uh, meetings with the, uh, HR people that were touring the Midwest. Okay. Said, yeah. And I, so that one weekend I drove down to, I don't know, around St. Louis or something. Yeah. Then, then a few weeks later I'd met a, the, I met on the same guy or another guy to somewhere in Iowa and, and, and
0: they hired you.
2: And I didn't. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that guy talked to me, and I took some test thing. I guess I. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, then I didn't hear anything for a couple three months. All of a sudden, I get a call from the uh, head of the engineering uh-huh. motorcycle engineering at Honda. I said, How come, how soon can you come out here? Because <laughs> because they were they had a project testing this uh, five hundred four street bike. Okay, they needed some people. So. Yeah,
0: and h- how's your
2: mom and dad with you leaving? Uh yeah they had already moved out they already left they left me behind I wouldn't okay. I
0: wouldn't move out so they <laughs> I wouldn't move out so they left they moved out instead <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> uh and so that was it that's your that's your in with Honda yeah yeah to to uh, is this like a um is this is production R and D I guess is that
2: uh yeah yeah, yeah. what you'd call worked it? worked in I worked in a service shop okay or in a, in a motorcycle testing.
0: At Honda. Oh, where are they? Are they in Torrance then?
2: In, in Gardena. Oh, Gardena. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what year is this? What are we talking? Uh,
2: it's 1971.
0: Okay. So Honda's pretty new in America yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. Um, And then how do you find your way to the race team?
2: Uh, I just, well, when the Honda uh, came out with the, uh, or started the, uh, CRs yep. the two fifty one twenty five I was I was like like one of the only guys ever even raced a couple times okay. in his life and yeah. <laughs> so they're like hey you want to work on the yeah and like I just kind of gravitated into it or oh okay I don't know, just
0: did you did you find that like pretty thrilling pretty yeah
2: yeah because I was like on a back in Illinois you know I would I followed all the motocross stuff it was really new then okay. and right. we, you know went up to uh, a friend and I we drove up a couple of times up to a. Uh, southern southeastern wisconsin a place called elkhorn okay yeah they had a like an interim or something there i yeah. think it was interim you know watching you know uh, robert and and hallman and those okay. guys there yeah well, watch so, them race and, so yeah
0: you were you were into the racing a little yeah, bit.
2: yeah yeah i was yeah. really into racing yeah
0: right um and they put you with they how do you find your way with gary jones how does that work oh
2: uh, just uh yeah they're just like hey this yeah yeah our, okay this yeah is, yeah you say here you're doing this or something? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, cause, yeah. Before that, you know, we had a Honda had a couple of guys in the Baja, the uh, Silverthorne Gene Silverthorne. Okay. Uh, Bill Silverthorne, Gene Fetty. Is okay. that is that right? I
0: don't know. Yeah. So they were doing
2: Baja races. Yeah, they yep. got hit that X. The did the Baja 500 in the thousand in 1972. Okay. And I think the uh, 500 was what was that like April or May or something as big yeah. but uh yeah we uh he won the they won the 500 and he got second in a 1000 that okay. year but
0: so yeah so Honda Honda's starting to race and starting to be interested in it and I think motorcycle sales are kind of booming at this point
2: Yeah, right? oh, yeah, like, like yeah.
0: they're they're going big um so when you win the national championship with Gary Jones like do you, you sort of have a um an idea of like uh, I guess you're in a box van, right? Are you with Gary at this uh, point? Like, how does yeah, this work? Um, at the there?
2: first, what did we, oh, we had that, we didn't have a box van. We had a big, uh, 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 like a, a Ford, I don't know, it seemed like you see like yeah. a delivery truck, big, bigger delivery trucks. like a I I don't know what they're called. Okay, yeah, uh, like
0: a milk truck thing or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, bigger than a. Or the big, like it held a, had a big box on the back and, oh, you know, okay. dual wheels yeah, and yeah. A five-speed transmission with a two-speed axle and a, Jeez. I think it's the thing that was really made for I think town and delivery and not off in the road, but
0: <laughs> but that's so but anyway. are you Honda's just like here's a map and here's some money and go to these races?
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, I don't know, they they had the uh had a team manager and mm-hmm. it was uh first one was John Blum. Okay. And and I think Dennis or maybe Dennis was Dennis Blanton. I don't okay. know. He was he was another guy when a friend had, had worked it was working at Honda at the time. and yep. got to know him. That's how I met my wife. It's through him. Oh, okay. But he was he was hanging out with the other people. My they had a, my wife had a cabin in Wrightwood. Okay, they'd all go riding up there. And, wow. And then I went up there with my after I met my wife. You know, I went up there with them one time and met all these other guys yeah. work at Honda. And, oh, okay. And,
0: so you got into the into the into the scene. Um, it must have been like pretty cool back then because it was kind of like. Was there a production rule? Or you were free to modify <coughs> your bike how you wanted to?
2: Um, like, yeah, I don't, it I don't think there's any production not rule. really, right? Yeah. Yeah, cause, uh, because they had brought works bikes over for the 250.
0: Sure. So uh, is this the point where you're starting to be like, hey, what if we move the shocks? What if yeah.
2: we do this? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Are you doing that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah. Well, not in 73, right? When did that start? 74, five? Yeah,
0: somewhere around there, right?
2: Yeah, somebody else. Yeah, someone else was doing that and... So we had to do it too, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, right, uh what do you remember about about working for Gary and winning the championship
2: what, yeah, no I am try, trying to think back about the races like what stands yes. out, and I, nothing <laughs> does I think it, the uh
0: were you were you the thing
2: I remember oh I gotta say the like maybe the first national I went to as a mechanic, you know i'm I'm, I'm on the with a chalkboard out there yeah you know didn't already know, know what I was doing much I looked I looked down at some other guys holding up a chalkboard it says you stink
0: <laughs> you're
2: like oh okay yeah, then, then, I, then I asked later then after the race I'm asking Don Jones like, who is
0: that and yeah. Oh that's oh, that's Weiner's dad <laughs> oh okay
2: <laughs>
0: uh Don's Gary's dad right yeah a very uh influential guy. yeah and there was Dwayne Jones right? Dwayne yeah. yeah Dwayne and Gary um and then so yeah like do you have any, an idea? So obviously you're a good mechanic. You're keeping, in those days, it was about keeping your bike running more than, you know, anything, right? Like yeah. I mean, keeping everything up to date, the frames cracking, the yeah. down yeah. pipes are breaking, right? Yeah, like, down pipes. <laughs> yeah, right? Like th- this is, the, the skill of a mechanic is, is not so much making the performance of the bike better, but trying to make it last.
2: Yeah. So yeah, we, yeah we just had like pretty much whatever the Japan us. that's what we used.
0: Yeah. And- do you remember thinking like, "Oh, I'm I, I, like this is my career. I want to do this.
2: Is, um, I is this." I don't. I don't know if I ever thought that. I just it just, just kind of went with the flow and yeah. just, stuff just happened and I did
0: it.
2: <laughs> 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 it you know, do this, okay? Okay, you know,
0: all right. Um, and then uh, where do you go from Gary? What's next for you after that year?
2: Um, yeah, that's a seventy. Yeah, seventy-four is Marty Smith.
0: So Marty's rookie year. Oh uh, yeah, 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 and he was kind of a phenom coming up a little yeah. bit. Had you heard of him before? Or? Uh,
2: No, from local races and okay. like in Carlsbad, yeah. mostly Carlsbad, we, we'd we go down there like with Warren and yep. also, you know, every whatever Sunday, every other Sunday, whatever it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A- and uh, what was Marty like? Yeah. Was he a good guy? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He like his, he and his, he and his, at that time it was his girlfriend. I think Nancy. it was uh, Nancy and, yep. and his, his mom and dad are also nice and, it is. I really got along with them all really well.
0: Yeah. Um, why didn't you stay with Gary? Or what did Gary do? Did he leave her?
2: Uh, yeah, I kind of had a falling out with Honda about he, okay. about something. Yeah, yeah, they didn't didn't like how we did something. And
0: who knows? Um, so yeah, Marty is like obviously just from reading things, uh, and I knew Marty well. Um, well, not well, but I knew him a little bit. Uh, long hair, good looking guy, like really captured motocross i guess yeah he's captured southern california yeah you know? yeah and uh at this point uh he's 522 and he's kind of taking the sport by storm are you are you um getting that are you getting into this that are you getting wrapped up into all of this or are you able to sort of you know kind of be like humble and think about like well look marty's the guy and like or did you feel like hey we're because you are in magazines now, right? You are getting all yeah, attention, not, right? Yeah, know I try to ignore all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I figured you would say that. Yeah, uh, good guy to work for, though, Marty. Like, yeah, 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 like not not, not uh, demanding or anything. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know. They're all I don't know. They're all good to work for. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and why don't you? So Marty rides from seventy four to I think seventy. Dave works for him, and Dave Arnold works for him. Yeah, seventy seven. Yeah,
2: is that, when did he, I forgot when he won the five hundred?
0: I think it was seventy seven. Was can't that you?
2: That was Dave. That
0: was Dave. Okay. Why did you split with Marty? Do you remember why, uh, or why that happened?
2: No, I don't. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, huh? Um, you got
0: along with him, though?
2: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I know that one year, was it. I can't remember, 74, 75, I think he won every, yeah. every race he won in the series.
0: Yep. Yeah, he was great, right? Like, he was kind of the next guy, right, in, yeah. in the sport. Um, what do you remember about Supercross? were you guys
2: uh, oh, the first a first supercross was the coliseum. Yeah, I think yeah. I was were you there? Was, yeah, yeah, not oh maybe I was the second one. Okay. Not the
0: first one was 73, second yeah. one was 74, I think, yeah.
2: I remember being there with you know with with Gary was Gary Jones and Marty Tribes and yeah, probably Bruce Baron and yeah, Dwayne. Do
0: you ever think that supercross could get to where it is now? <laughs> uh I don't ever give it any thought. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I know, right? Um, so you don't know why, you don't remember why you split up with Marty? No. Dave yeah, got him, okay. And no. then, but you went to Tripes after that?
2: Uh, no, I yeah. don't really remember that. I think 70s, okay. because I worked with Warren. I, I'm, yeah I, yeah, I can't remember what I was, how that end worked. I've been trying to think of that the last couple of weeks. Right, how, right. What happened and... Um, it all just kind of runs together.
0: Uh, well, the th- everything that you've done, I can certainly understand it. Uh, this is this is an exciting time for the sport, right? Like with with innovations on the bikes and, yeah, and all of that yeah. and everything. Are you so later on? And we'll talk about you getting into the suspension and chassis de- development. But are you are you gravitating towards that? Like Dave Arnold, I've talked to Dave. Dave's like, yeah, like I I didn't care so much about the motors. I liked how a bike worked on hmm. the track, and that's Dave's passion took them that way a little bit uh-huh. did you find that too back then or like were you
1: hmm.
0: or were you sort of like just like I, I don't know were you were you already developing or already diving into forks and shocks and things like
2: that? um yeah i was actually interested i remember when i worked at my dad's shop we had a little it was the shop was out on a from farmland mm-hmm. that was in the family at one time and yep. but they're out in the little back there's like a little tiny place with a couple of little bumps and so okay. we could ride our bikes back there and so you, i'd go i'd go back there and had a like a super nine s90 or something I'd, yeah yeah <laughs> i'd ride the ride the crap out of it then get off and see how hot the shocks got And oh so yeah so i took it back to the shop take them apart and
0: change the oil in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so even back then you were yeah looking into it a little yeah bit. um what was so uh you leave honda and one of the reasons you leave honda is because the bikes aren't that good yes which it's funny to think of now right because I grew up in the eighties when Hondas were just the best right yeah I mean, yeah Roger had a lot to do with yeah. them but um why do you leave Honda how does it how does that work?
2: oh we just got kind of I don't know, call it a funk I don't know we got like myself I like a bunch of the mechanics you were know, getting really down on Honda and all you know mm-hmm. you know right ragging on them to ourselves and to each other and yep. it's kind of a bad a bad uh I wanted to get out of that, like, yeah. you know, just, yep. that wasn't good. Uh,
0: right. And you were working for Tripes? Yes. Yeah. So, Marty, I don't know a lot about Tripes, but always a bigger guy, but really talented, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, not all the, yeah, not all the time. Like, sometimes, like, a, what, it must have been seventy nine. Seventy eight. I don't know yeah. when I was a mechanic at red but red bud, remember you can from when the mechanics area you can see a lot of the yeah. track. Like yep. he rode he rode like like perfect, like he just makes it look so easy. Yeah. It just is like I don't know. Like ballet or something just goes it flows through the corners yeah. and then and, and Hannah's
0: way behind. And- <laughs> Somebody told me that Hannah would Buy a sandwich and put it on a seat. Yeah, like, yeah. is that, Is that what would Bob do that? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were hanging out at some hotel after the races, like like Keith and I, and you know we were. We were yeah. I was on Honda and yeah, Keith was, was Yamaha, but yeah. and Bob and Marty and you know they keep trying to bring it over. Bob would bring over a or like a blueberry pie. Say, Here you go, Marty, trying
0: to get him to eat it. But uh, I imagine Marty was a little bit like Ron Machine where. Some days he just you couldn't beat him, right? And, right, and right, yeah. Most days he he wasn't as good, but some days everything worked.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when it, when it did work, like even at Carlsbad, it is it's just a beauty to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, I bet,
2: right? Yeah, um, yeah. I got, I'm gonna say one time I think I remember about Marty is uh, this was a seventy seventy nine, I guess. But he uh he said he said yeah, come on down to the uh, sand tee, we'll go to the sand pits so I can ride. Okay. So I took, took the, you know, took this RC practice bike or whatever, mm-hmm. 250 down there. Yep. And I drove in, he said, and we dro- I drove in on like the road cut in a, in a side of a, like a little steep hill. And I, and he said, Oh, just park here. That's okay. And yeah. so I park there and then, you know, unload the bike and all that stuff and, you know, gas it up and check the tires yeah. and send them off to ride. And yeah. I'm in the truck organizing the wrenches or whatever. Yeah. You know, like I can hear him riding on, riding, you know, on and off the throttle. And then and pretty soon I hear the bike just, you know, pegged, pulling really hard. Okay. So I look out the back and he's headed up the hill and jumps over the box man at <laughs> 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 the upper level. You're like, <laughs> uh Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Then, then uh, a little later... Uh, Maybe an hour later, Marlon Whaley, you know, the trials yep. rider. Yeah, he rode for Honda then too. He shows up on a CR250. Okay. And Marty's, you know, and Marty is still jumping the thing, but he's not over the van this yeah, time. Yeah, just yeah. behind yeah. it, and he's <laughs> jumping it, and he's uh, trying to talk Marlon into doing that. He said, "Oh, you can do that. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy." <laughs> then ahead. you find it, in Marlon. Like I say, he does it like four or five times. He go, he's going for it. Then he, at the last minute, he bails out and. Yeah. And he finally jumps it, man, It back wheeled land just like a few inches from oh, the cl- edge <laughs> of the cliff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Um, were you enjoying the, the, the driving and the time on the road? Yeah, like yeah. When, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, got, like, I like, it,
0: like to be by myself and think about things. Yeah, yeah. I I, I imagine, too, like, yeah, this is a, the wide-open America, too. Like it, Yeah,
2: I always fun. remember. But I told Doug Henry one time, see, I like to... We were just BSing sometime and one time, and I told him, the, Yeah, when I walk the dog, I like to think about suspension. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then, and we were then like, I don't know, a year or two later, we're at some race, and, you know, after practice, the first practice, yeah. we were in the truck, and he said, Yeah, I think you need to take your dog for a walk.
0: <laughs> You're like, Oh, great, thanks. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, that's funny. So you went with Tripes too. So your, are your buddies with uh, McCarty, who's working for Hannah, obviously, and. um, uh, Tripes gets hired by Yamaha. Is this uh, is this Kenny Clark managing it? Batman? Yeah, it's Kenny
2: Clark. Yeah. And
0: does he does he uh, poach you in a way and get you over there?
2: Or? No, I wanted to leave. Yeah. I wanted to leave Honda. So you were happy was, to happy to go. Yeah, yes. It's funny,
0: like John R. Like I was back then. Were Yamaha better bikes than Hondas?
2: Like, uh, like I don't know. Yeah. I just you just they wanted were, to get out of Honda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that, that well at that time they were they were, like the year before they. I think they won all three classes, didn't
0: they? With, oh,
2: Burgett, and Hannah. Hannah, and Hannah. Yeah.
0: Um, what was it like being around Hannah back in those days? when uh, He was the
2: man. Yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. another writer. <laughs>
0: was he? Was he like he put on? I feel like so. I've had private conversations with Bob, where he's really nice and normal and asking how I'm doing, and we're <laughs> just bullshitting about whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I hit record he comes out as a character of Bob Hanna where, oh. he, you know, like, do you find? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? That's like, true. That's
2: true. Yeah. yeah like
0: where he and then he talks, talks crap on Howard 10 and
2: yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So did you, did you find that with him?
2: Uh, I yeah. never, I, yeah, I did. I didn't at the time. I never really occurred yeah. to me that yeah. that was happening.
0: Right. Right. Um, so you're working at Yamaha and working for Tripes and are you guys getting along really well and everything's, um, everything's going yeah. 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 yeah.
2: And, yeah, the, I know the bikes were just kind of so-so there.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, what year did they put the radiator on the handlebars? That wasn't very good.
2: <laughs> yeah, on that one, 125, yeah. I don't remember. 81,
0: yeah. 82, something like that. Um, and then uh uh they let my they let, they let Marty go. Who do you get with next? Um, well, next for a while was uh Donnie Cantaloupe. Oh, Cantaloupe, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, for a few I was it just a few races, I think, was it maybe a end yeah. of the season or
0: are you worried that when Marty gets canned you're gonna get canned? Or did you feel no. like you were no, like they, yeah, were, they liked you? Yeah. Yeah and,
2: and Yeah, it yeah. seemed like
0: it. It <laughs> seemed, seemed like they did, right? Um and, and that would be the start. So what years what year is Yamaha for you, the first year? Um, seventy
2: so nine? Let's see, yes it'll fall of seventy nine. Maybe maybe uh maybe it was a fall after I Went there, I think, in August or September. Okay. After the season was over, yeah. and maybe maybe you, I worked on Cantaloupe's bike then. I don't remember, but
0: you worked on yellow Yamahas, white Yamahas, yeah, yellow Yamahas. yellow ones. <laughs> yeah, no. But I'm saying three out your career, yeah, Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you think you'd stay there that long at that point? Were you, like, uh, you know? I don't never. I don't think I
2: ever gave it any thought. I yeah. just went day by day. And,
0: right. So Cantaloupe for a little bit, and uh, and then Glover, then Brock.
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Because the Brock was eighty-one. I started with Brock. Yeah, did you seven to eight? I and mean, what did I do all of eighty?
0: I don't know. Eighty huh. was uh,
2: maybe maybe it's. Oh, I can't remember.
0: Osterman's there, right? Yeah, Dave Dave and uh, Bill Bill uh, West. Bill West. Um, uh, is McCarty still a mechanic? No. Oh uh, yeah. He is still yeah. Um, are you? Uh, I guess how does it come together with Brock? Uh, is that just Kenny Clark saying you're working for Brock now? Yeah, like, yeah. Is that Basically, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And how did you get along with Brock?
2: Oh, oh, great. Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like that's. I think I
2: think we're a lot alike too. Like pretty, pretty like perfectionists. Meticulous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like you're best known for being Brock's mechanic. Uh, Do you think that?
2: Um, like, yeah, you know, probably. Like, yeah. I like, yeah, had from? a lot of good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool being a being a mechanic for somebody who can hold shot and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like, you see, like when the guys in the lead, it's a lot easier on the bike and it just
0: right. I think Brock is um, look, he never won a supercross championship, so
2: yeah, it was real so close it, though. It wow. was so
0: close, uh, and I think he's a if it's possible for a guy with six national championships to be underrated, yeah, he might be Brock. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, like I think he. Stayed there with some bikes that weren't the greatest. Later on, oh yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, and and all of that. So, uh, it's an interesting, um, um, interesting career to look at Brock because, and he never won two fifties. He won one twenty fives and 500s. Yeah, like close
2: to the two fifties. Yeah, but
0: um, did you did you get along with him good at all, or like, mm, yeah. I like even like me with with Red Dog? Right, I worked for Timmy for four years, mm-hmm. and we had our share of disagreements here. And mm-hmm. there. Did did you have any with Brock? Or well, I don't guys, think so. I don't pretty good. Yeah. Um, did you one twenty fives or five hundreds, does it matter to you?
2: Um, no,
0: No. No. Like whatever, it's all the same. Uh I've always said that your championship well, let's let's go to let's go to eighty five in the supercross when Warty crashes, rides backwards on the yeah. track. <laughs> Brock's still very passionate about this yeah uh, did you yeah. Gu- did you guys think so, did you guys think that you would want like should have won that like, uh, like do you remember well,
2: that? I, I didn't really I just kind of put that on I mean that's somebody else's problem
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did you did you I've always said that the 85 championship Bailey so 84 Bailey's on a factory Honda and he beats Brock in 20 out of 24 motos or something for the 500 championship 85 comes around, and Brock... No,
2: 84 is... 84 is 250, right?
0: No, 84 is 500s. They're, Cause, both, cause, no, they're both number ones.
2: Cause, because Brock rode 500, 81, 83, and 85.
0: And, uh, and
2: 84. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think he rode 250 in between. He rode 250 and 82 no, 250,
0: and 84. I think 250 was 82. 82 it was and, Hansen. Hanson, RJ, and Glover.
2: I hit up in 84, too, because I was every other year, I'm pretty sure. No,
0: no. Um, They were both number one in 84. And uh, Bailey beat him on a factory Honda. Then 85, Brock gets him back on the production Yamaha. Mm -hmm. Were you, I mean, as a mechanic, like, how were you trying to find... How are you trying to make a YZ490 beat a factory Honda? How how is that possible? Yeah. How is that possible?
2: Yeah, I don't know. We just just uh, heck, I don't know. We just <laughs> <laughs> it just happened.
0: I know, right? Well, yeah,
2: we had yeah. like we had like had like Bob Oliver, the engine guy at the Yamaha, like yeah. you know, he was a, you know, messing with it. Yeah, we'd we'd take the stock 490 heads and you know weld them all up with a heli arc welder and you okay. know then machine it back down to Yep. change change the uh squish band and the compression and yeah yeah do a bunch of porting and
0: um and y- are you doing suspension at all at this point or no like
2: are, um are you, yeah yeah like at that time we did all the where well, we serviced the stuff we serviced did re-
0: it but are you revalving or no uh, at this point like do you remember
2: no it? a little bit well we had Olean stig yeah stig from O'Lean's working with us yeah and uh like i mean we'd talk you know about maybe you know get into valving and stuff. You know, I was interested in that and hang out in this truck and yep. see, watch him work. And
0: yeah, uh, Bradshaw, Damon Bradshaw famously told me, cause he rode that 490 in 92, 93. Mm. And Damon said that the shock would be better off with a strut oh. because it heated up so much during the moto. Oh. It just ended up being a pogo stick oh, yeah. by the end of the moto. He said those bikes got so hot and the shocks got so hot that he couldn't could barely oh. run one. So, um, but, uh, so Brock and you great, uh, I think, are you there for four of his championships? I think, I think you're there for three, four, three of them.
2: Well, yeah. Uh, the three, five hundreds, three,
0: five hundreds. And, uh, and then production rule comes in 86. Are you still working for him in 86?
2: Uh, no, I think, I think it was uh, Mike Chavez took over.
0: Chavez took over. Okay.
2: Yeah. I it was, it's about the time I went to, uh, yeah, went to be the suspension guy. Yeah, my my uh, my wrists were getting so sore from changing tires. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. need to. I need to stop
0: doing this. So. so is that something that like so? McCarty's running it at this point, right? Oh, I think so. Yeah, it. I think so. Do you ask him, or do you do you just say like I, I want to do this, or do they say? Yeah, hey, John, yeah, I
2: I'm right. imagine like I said yeah, okay. I, I, yeah. I'm kind of my my wrists are just killing me every. Yeah. R-
0: um, and so now you become the suspension guy. Yeah, the team, and then. Do you feel like you got a good handle on it, like um, from just over the years, or do you feel like the learning curve is really steep, or how, how do you adapt to that right away?
2: Yeah, the learning. Yeah, I, I, I always wish we had a, like a, a real engineer mm-hmm. to, to ask questions. You know, well, you know about this and that. We never something we never had. Yeah. But.
0: Did you go over to Japan much?
2: Uh, yeah, a few yeah. times. Yeah, yeah for, you know, for oh, I'd go over for you know for supercross races yeah. and
0: right. Did and, they, did they, uh, um, it, I'm just wondering if the Japan, Japanese guys are teaching you suspension or teaching you. Yeah,
2: no, uh, that's, yeah. Then they didn't like the, the, the factory guys, they don't, they didn't know anything about suspension really. They just left it up to Kayaba and yeah. Uh, and, and, so, and then Kayaba, they don't want to tell you anything. They leave it up to you, you know, because they, <laughs> they might tell you some other company's secret and
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, and are you working with Ross Maeda at this time too? Is Ross, yeah. Ross, yeah. Ross is there, right? Yeah. Um, I just think of the Yamaha years back then, and I'm like thinking that, um, just how much behind they are of the Hondas, you know? How, yeah, how, how Brock and Diamond and these guys have to try to race against Honda. I guess pretty tough to do.
2: Um, yeah.
0: D- Dave was telling me. Dave was telling me that the Hondas had um like cartridge forks. Uh, early 80s they had cartridge oh, yeah. forks, you know, and you guys, everyone else, still had the old. Open system,
2: yeah. I think I reckon really they had those. They, they, they. think they had those when I was still there. I think. I really? Don't know.
0: Yeah. So that's the advantage they had that those kind of stuff. And, the, and then soon, um, the closed chamber uh, fork was developed with Honda. You know, in the late eighties, hmm. and then you guys are on cartridge forks. It's like Honda was always oh, a yeah. step ahead a little bit. You know.
2: Yeah, like we didn't really have anyone in Japan. Yamaha didn't have anyone in Japan. Yeah. Working on that at all? They just. Yeah, left it up to Kayaba and the <laughs> test writers. And
0: so, w- who was who's a good test rider? What, what's what, what was the guy that stood out as a really good test rider for you? Suspension wise, so somebody could tell you like, "Hey, this is what the you change the compression, the low speed, and then they come yeah. in and they tell you." You know, I don't
2: know David David Villerman was pretty good. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. like like I remember like John Dowdy do t- you know
0: change something with him? and say, "Oh, it's okay. I'll get used to it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dowdy D- 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 wasn't a big tester guy, think, <laughs> you know? right? Um, uh, so Villerman was a good one, um, and then uh, what yeah, Brock
2: was- Brock is good. Yeah. Brock
0: was good. Brock's a little – I think Brock's a little bitter that he – the way the Yamaha thing ended. You know, he won the Coliseum in 88 yeah. with Chavez, his last race, and it kind of just like – yeah, he won all these championships for him a little bit, and they oh, kind of yeah. felt like it was a little crappy ending for Brock. Do you agree?
2: Um, Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Like for a rider who'd done a lot for Yamaha. Yeah. So um, I think he was a little yeah, – still
2: f- – Yeah, I feel like some of that's my maybe my fault or responsibility or – yeah. Ah, yeah I don't I remember after that last race, we just wanted to
0: Get go out. home and <laughs> cover our heads. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Uh, what do you remember about Mickey Diamond? That was uh, a big signing. Oh, what do you remember about Mickey? Uh, Heben was his mechanic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He was, uh, who was his mechanic? Was it Bob Oliver? Uh, Heben. No, Heben. Oh, Heben. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, went, yeah I went to some supercross races in Europe with, uh, it was Mickey and Brock and I worked on Mickey's bike and I think Mike Chavez worked on Brock's bike. Yeah. But that was always oh, pretty funny. Yeah, Mickey was so laid back and <laughs> Yeah, we were out we were at the supercross tech testing one time and, yeah. and it was testing some engine stuff. You know, Bob Oliver had some uh you know something put something on the bike change the cylinder or something, and Mickey went out, and wrote it, and then he comes back and then yeah, it feels like there's a sock in the
0: air box <laughs> 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 do not ask me how I know, <laughs> yeah' really yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um uh yeah that that is uh that's a turbulent time for Yamaha a little bit do you uh what do you remember about Bradshaw coming up? He was the guy um
2: huh? yeah, yeah, not much yeah he was he was kind of fun. he was fun too, he was really uh kind of for his family was all pretty neat and
0: yeah he was he good to work for
2: um was he yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. uh the brian lunis the infamous brian lunis coliseum thing he was not happy what do you remember about damon's race in 92 when he lost the championship
2: uh nothing no okay
0: all right <laughs> it's a blank yeah well it was a big deal right for damon had a big lead he was the fastest guy And and he ended up losing the championship. So, uh, what do you? So upside down forks are coming in around this time too.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the uh, Simon's made some upside down forks first,
0: right? Yeah, with Lackey, right? Yeah, and I I think Brock used those too. Yeah, I think so. Um, What other innovations? Like, do you remember the the upside down forks, the 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 check valves and shocks, the the um, cartridge forks, those kind of things? Like, what made in your eyes, what was a big uh, leap forward for technology for suspension? Was there something that where you were like, oh, this is a game changer?
2: Yeah, oh, I think just, just having the link, having a link I link mean, suspension. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, having it like progressive, yeah.
2: Like I was going to say, the cartridge forks, I had a, when I lived back in Illinois, I had a, uh, a matchless, 500 matchless, okay. like a yeah, scrambler yeah, bike. Yeah. It, was built, it was built in a scrambler, it had like a low pipe with a, uh, Mm-hmm. well actually i think somebody might be flat tracked just before i bought it because it had like a little pipe with a factory megaphone on it so yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> but anyway that that thing had a, the girling forks for cartridge forks oh really i remember taking the fork cap off to add oil yeah, or something yeah. oh what's are all this stuff you, inside yeah, yeah pull it up i'd never like, seen a cartridge fork before
0: i didn't think it would go i didn't think it went back far that far back yeah
2: i didn't yeah. i just right that was amazing right that that bike was probably built in like Early fifties,
0: yeah, really, huh?
2: Or, or maybe not. Yeah, yeah. maybe late fifties or.
0: But anyways, I didn't yeah. think it was. Yeah, I didn't think that technology was around. Um, good teams throughout the nineties: Wyndham, Dowd, uh, uh, Henry, like you said, a real good Yamaha team to be yeah. around. It seemed like, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah like when they, all those guys are really good guys.
0: And, yeah, it was uh, like a little bit of a family atmosphere. I think. Yeah, everyone's winning. You know. Uh, yeah, nobody. yeah. Uh, when do you first hear about this four stroke? when, do they,
2: uh, when do you... well, keith called me into his office one day he says we'll close the door <laughs> <laughs> i said oh now what
0: yeah yeah, yeah. you're like oh, what did i do
2: yes <laughs> i said, said yeah they got factory wants us to erase uh, his four stroke and immediately i
0: think of the xt500 xt650 yeah, right. whatever they were Remember XT 600 johnson rode one at a four stroke national right yeah. you guys would have those a little bit like in yeah early well, i had years. one here uh
2: i had a, i got a loaner bike of uh, was it XT 600? Well, I can't yeah, remember. It's called Six XT. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and Warren Bauer at the pre-run Baja when he rode a BMW so okay. he, <laughs> he brought it back. The, the black marks on the rear fender
0: were... <laughs> yeah, just hammered.
2: But anyway, yeah. What was the
0: question? Keith and saying about the four-stroke, yeah.
2: Yeah, like I said, yeah, they want to race a four-stroke, and I'm thinking all this bed's, you know, it's going to be heavy and yeah. overweight and yeah. underpowered, and then when it comes over, just wow.
0: Uh were you there the first day that Doug wrote it?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you ever think to yourself, "This is"? I mean, because you're old enough uh, to remember that when everybody raced four strokes and then everybody went two strokes, right? Yeah. Did you ever think that? Oh, we're all going to be racing these?
2: No, I, I never really thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah, right? I remember. Uh, later, I don't know what year it was. We were at a national at uh, Binghamton. Yeah. And there's like some some you know. Uh, Mostly four strokes, but then also some two strokes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe half a dozen two strokes. Yeah. Say, well, this sounds weird. Yeah,
0: Uh, it's crazy that they they were that good. Uh, Yeah.
2: Now when I when I'm walking the dog and smell some leaf blower, you know, two stroke thing. Oh, that smells
0: great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. I I don't. I think they're gone. I think those two strokes are gone now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Henry winning ninety seven Vegas, you know.
2: Yeah that that was that was awesome. That yeah. was to, to, to watch that like a, that track was like all hard and dry and no perfect. traction with like perfect for a four star that that, right? st- that step up jump by the the was it by the start line? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Bob and I, Bob Oliver and I, just kind of stood together and watched the whole race from. Yeah. On the floor there. Yeah. But yeah. that step up, like he could do that step up, like the first lap he just went for, you know, went for it. Yeah. No one else could do it. And
0: yeah, it, it was a perfect night, perfect track. Yeah. Everything. Right.
2: Yeah. The suspension was pretty soft and got it was probably too soft, but it worked well in that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, I remember after the race, like when, when he won it, like, like Bob and I are never, I don't think we're very big huggers we were
0: hugging each other. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, it wasn't. Momentous occasion in American motocross. Yeah, for sure. like it. I don't think anybody thought like it was like ah, it's heavy, it's gonna kind of hard to start. Like, yeah, you know, blah blah blah. But yeah, the thing was, you guys got it dialed in pretty good.
2: Yeah, I think it was pretty temperamental.
0: Yeah, yeah, the first ones were right. I was, I was remembering like we were testing a Carlsbad with a. I was
2: pretty impressed with the four stroke how you could go almost anywhere and the carburation was really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, altitude or temperature.
2: Yeah. Kind of stuff, right? Like we go to Carlsbad and you didn't really do anything to the.
0: Right. Yeah, it it was something else, that's for sure. Um, by the way, John Rosensteele here on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, Rental, Maxis, motorsport.com, Cobalinks, all on board with us uh, for this podcast. So I got to remember these sponsors, John. All right. It's so a lot to remember. Um, and then uh, from there, uh, Villeman comes over, uh, McGrath. You're working. Are you doing McGrath stuff when, uh, yeah, when he's on chaparral? Are you, uh, are you doing a lot of, yeah, stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Working with that. So what do you remember about working with Jeremy?
2: Uh, remember the first time he rode, uh, with chaparral before, or after Yamaha, when he was a factory Yamaha, wasn't it? it? went first.
0: Uh, no, he went, he went, uh, Honda to Suzuki to chaparral.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. When he first rode the bike road uh, the test track with that supercross test track and we, we we had a got the bike out there and and you usually uh when we're testing like the first couple laps i don't really i don't want to watch because i want to let the you know the suspension and the rider warm up and uh-huh. all that yeah and so bob and i were over in the corner i just like staring out in the distance and i could listen to listen to him ride and he's going through the whoops and i'm thinking holy crap that guy is on it yeah. you know the, yeah. the, the bike is just Yep. Pulling hard and revving high and
0: uh, Yeah, he uh well I think and I know from even like when I was there with Timmy and Chad and all that, that bike was not far off of Jeremy's bike and that was a really good bike. Chassis, motor, uh, like that Yamaha Y Z two fifty was I think pretty good. So Um and then uh so you work with Jeremy, Villeman comes over, like you said, good test rider. Yeah. You get along with him good?
2: Um yeah.
0: David could be temperamental.
2: Um. Yeah, I had a nice family. I liked <laughs> yeah. his dad, mom, and dad. And yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, what about? Remember when Chad comes over and he just starts? Chad was hard on everybody.
2: Um. Yeah. I guess kind. Of, yeah. I yeah. guess kind. of I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: Just another writer.
0: At this point, you're at this point. Yeah. For you, I mean, right? You've seen, you've seen Marty to Hannah to Bradshaw. You know, like, like, yeah, yeah. It, it the the do do these great writers have something in sim similar in common? Do these guys can you draw a thread between Glover and Reed and all these guys as far as how they act or what they need?
2: Mm, I don't know. They just wanted to win.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, the great Tim Ferry.
2: John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like Timmy? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, f- I, I remember like- that. Yeah, I remember that. He won that race at Glen Helen. That was so cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was four-stroke win against Carmichael and everybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, button, button. You were the mechanic. Yep. Um it was uh it was an interesting time for our sport because yeah you had the two strokes you had the four strokes you had Yamaha I, I feel like I I don't know how much you know but I feel like management at Yamaha was really pushing four strokes right like I want everybody on yeah, four strokes yeah cuz at this point there's a 250F now right so I feel like Yamaha was like hey this is going to be what everybody needs to ride and I think they proved to be right we're all oh, on four strokes yeah. now,
2: right? Yeah, I guess so, a lot of people hate them because they're expensive, but every yeah. everything's expensive to, also.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then what do you, our buddy Corey Hutter? Yeah. Grooming him, mentoring him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that, that, uh, Corey was a good guy. Uh, yeah. Illinois guy also. So Right, yeah. Um, when he comes in, are you, at this point, that's when I'm there, are you looking to retire? Are you thinking ahead? And
2: you're uh, like, I, yeah, I don't think in retirement yet, but, yeah, I was just like, you know, not, not doing the day-to-day work because my hands are getting, my joints are getting worse. And. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and uh, did you, you worked with a lot of guys? Did you enjoy working with Corey? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you're not, and you, do you find yourself, like when you have somebody that you're working with? Uh, June, we talked about him at KY, he came over to um, Yamaha a little bit and, and Hutter and everything else. Are you finding yourself like... Testing them, or you tell them everything you you know, or every, um, you help them, or yeah, try
2: to try to help. Yeah, I try to pass on what they'll absorb. Okay. Yeah, Corey was really good, good to work with. Because, yeah, the the yeah June the road race stuff I didn't really like it because I had no experience with. It. I, yeah, I need to. Couldn't understand it real well because I hadn't been around it. Yeah, for just a short time, and yeah. all their idiosyncrasies with the like like this like you know like going into the like going into hard turn going into a turn with hard braking. you mean if it, you know if the forks they you want them to just, just barely bottom if they bottom too hard you know you can
0: yeah, yeah throw it away yeah, and, yeah yeah i guess i never really thought of that right sure
2: and then you know and the writers can't really move around to compensate for anything very much so
0: right um yeah, it, it's a different world. I I I could never get into it. I, I watching it, yeah. being around it, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember like some of the, I think the coolest parts. Maybe just this when You're, we'd like go to a track and test, like uh, Road America. Yeah, they can go there and test. You can stand anywhere you want. Nobody tells you. you can, yeah. You know, so you can stand right next to the track when the guy goes by. At, you know, hundred whatever, hundred and eighty yeah. or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that. <laughs> so, man, that is fast.
0: Uh, and that was just something that they put
2: you in to do. Yeah, I wanted to move me up to be manager, which I hated.
0: (laughs) Not a big manager guy? No, No. I
2: don't, I didn't think so. But I don't feel comfortable telling other people what to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember, I don't even know if I could, yeah. Well, I remember you were Corey's supervisor. Yeah. And you had to write him up all the time and and do reviews. Oh, yeah. And Corey was like, yeah, John just would sit me down and be like, Everything good, <laughs> yeah. And Corey, go. Yep. Okay. Meeting done.
2: <laughs> yeah. Those review. Those review things are the worst, especially. When you had to do them on yourself. Later, you had to do them on yourself.
0: You did? Oh, really? Oh, Yo,
2: <laughs> yeah. What a crock.
0: <laughs> Corporate, right?
2: Yeah. Corporate, yeah. Right?
0: Um. So, uh, yeah. So the the. Do you have a moment in your career, and we'll kind of encapsulate a few things here? Do you have a moment in your career that you're most proud of? Do you have something that you're
2: i don't know there's a whole lot of moments i think just yeah like some of the uh b- big big wins i know with marty smith and you know i got that that well that, the first big one was like say when he won that the usgp at mid ohio yeah when what 74
0: was it yeah something like that think, yeah like that was a big
2: deal the, yeah beating the europeans you're beating, beating the europeans yeah 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 i still have the piston out of that bike oh you do yeah oh
0: cool <laughs> I'll take a look at it. Is
2: it in the yeah, garage? I know it's out. It's okay. over here in the file cabinet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took. I remember servicing the, you know, taking it apart to you know refresh it after the race and saying, "Well, this thing looks look like look, for as hard as he whipped that bike, this yeah. thing looks perfect. It's nice, right. nice and shiny." And
0: yeah, um, what else? What else stands out for you? For things, I'm uh, going
2: to you know, say the four stroke with Doug Henry. I got that Vegas. Yeah, that Vegas win was.
0: Yeah. Pretty, pretty big deal.
2: Yeah. And then, like I say, the motor, some of the first motocross donations with Brock and
0: yeah. Yeah. The, there was one year, I guess he got called in as a, as an alternate, right? In, yeah. In yeah. Reach. Like, yeah. was it
2: David or something got yeah, sick David, or got hurt or David something?
0: David got hurt, I think, or something. And Brock filled in on like a stock bike.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just a crazy story. Brock's told it a few times, but yeah. Um, were you ever a part, uh, so what, that would have been 84, I guess then, um,
2: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, like you said at the beginning of this podcast, it's almost like someone else did it. Yeah. Right? Is that how you feel? Like,
2: Yeah, it feels like someone else's life.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look back, think of all the miles you've driven, John R., across yeah. the country in a box van and all the races you've seen and all the riders you've worked with. Yeah, it's got to be. A little surreal.
2: Yeah, I, I love the box van because you're by yourself. You do everything. You're you're the parts guy, the suspension guy, yeah. the engine guy.
0: Yeah, Just, yeah. I used to tell people when I did it, like, yeah, I would change the, change the suspension oil. I'd have to find nitrogen. I didn't have a nitrogen tank. With uh, me. I'd find nitrogen. You got a grocery shop. You got to yeah. wash. The, you got to wash the van. You got to work on the dirt bike. Like all of this, it's <laughs> like you're you're doing everything.
2: Yeah, well, for some reason, I, I thought about the time we went testing at. A, where did we go down? Was Steve Butler and I went to test something. Mm-hmm. We were in a market, you know, buying the food, and uh, they had an earthquake. Something, Some of the stuff fell off the shelves, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, what are some of your favorite riders? Uh, I mean, I know it's impossible almost. Yeah. Like, like,
2: like yeah, are I don't know. Your favorite they're, guys? I don't have any favorites. I don't know. Yeah, but they're all yeah. like, like anybody Anybody won the championship. You know, Gary and yeah. Marty or, and yeah. Brock. And, right.
0: And then, so the whole time you've been doing this at Yamaha, suspension guy, you've been tinkering in your garage. Yes. You have something called a fuser out there. Yes. What is that?
2: It's a. Uh, it's kind of it's a simple device. It's kind of hard to it's hard to build. You okay. have to know you know machining and skills machining skills and vacuum mm-hmm. vacuum skills and and high voltage skills and okay, but. Uh, I saw the I saw the thing. Well, before that, I was into the Tesla coils. You know, those, okay. those the big round thing on top and yep. shooting sparks real far. Yeah, yeah. I had one of, you know, a couple of those. I built two or three. <laughs> I, <laughs> built in the garage and yeah. have to have to wear the headphones because they're so loud. And but the uh,
0: and where does this come from? Where does this uh, interest uh, come from for you? Uh,
2: just like yeah. interesting electronics my whole life. I mean, I still started off in electronics like when I was said, yeah. when I was young, and it was still stuck with me. And yeah. And uh, so I built all these Tesla coils. And I go, it's pretty funny. At one time, uh, Ed Scheider got interested in it too. Okay. And we were, uh, <laughs> we was over here. We were out in the garage, but we were running the Tesla coils. You know, and the, some of the sparks they hit the garage door yep. and stuff and he's I'm gonna go outside to see if I see anything and he and he comes back in and he, like five minutes later he's laughing his butt <laughs> off. Like when the, the sparks they hit the like the hinge on the garage door yep. and yep. the wooden door and yep. it would hit this like the hinge up high and it would travel down to the ground.
0: Oh, okay. like, yeah. Like like jumping from hinge to hinge. hinge, hinge. You could see it on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and then I also I got a tip that you were internationally recognized by the Los Alamos nuclear laboratory as having the most well-built and highest-performing fuser in the world? Oh,
2: oh uh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> is, this, is this true? Yeah. <laughs> and then also I heard that you, you helped solve some questions about the Soviets and their detonation of nuclear weapons? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I had the, uh, through the,
2: the guy I worked with back in Maryland. Okay.
0: The guy who got, wrote those books. I, the guy, those the books. guy that wrote yeah. the
2: books. Yeah, and I went like he'd he'd gone to the Trinity site where they where the first test was. Okay, in, Los, in uh White Sands. Okay, and uh, and he said, yeah, we're, we're he he'd gone there before and done some surveys. You know, with the carrying around some uh, detectors and trying to survey the hottest areas and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yep. and he said, yeah, we're we have something. Because he he had known I uh, got to know a. Uh, a chemist a lot worked at los alamos Mm -hmm. that liked to collect stuff too and was good friends with the people at white sands missile range and said yeah i want i'm going to go out there the year and year you want to meet me there we can they'll let us go anywhere on the site and collect stuff okay we're doing it for science you know we'd we'd collect we'd collect crinitite you know out in the fields away from ground zero you know and record the gps for okay you know the direction and all that so so you know he could like map maybe how the stuff was formed and
0: just like uh, basically how how what the nuclear test did, yeah, to the ground to the yeah to
2: the, the, the trinitite like, yeah. a, like a like a like the nuclear cloud sucked up all the sand and yeah. it melted in the cloud and came fell back down to the ground radioactive and right, but uh so okay th- so. but then this any of this this uh, chemist from Los Alamos you know he he knew knows a bunch of people and he had some uh some trinitite like the uh it's not trinitite, but it came from Russia from their first nuclear bomb okay. test. Was right. one of their one of their physicists was over there okay. and picked some stuff up and brought it back. And he he said, "Oh, I'm going to send it to you. Can you put it on your detector? Because I had one of these gamma ray detectors <laughs> with you know liquid <laughs> yeah. nitrogen cooled that was real sensitive, and no one okay. else had that." Okay. But, but I but, but I was analyzing that and comparing it to the trinitite and uh-huh. noticed that it there's a some element. Uh, uh, a little small peak showed up that's okay. not in trinitite and okay. it's from uh i I forget what what element the element is created in in high energy explosions higher energy than an atomic bomb it's like a, oh, it's wow. only cre- something that's only created okay. in a fusion bomb like a hydrogen bomb okay anyway it showed up in this in yeah. the spectrum and yeah. so, yeah. so, so you but like then we, this- but then we figured out afterwards so we, you know it was gathered at the test site mm-hmm. that the first bomb was pr- exploded at they found out by you know by reading later in some books that the the same test site was used to test their first hydrogen bomb. Oh, okay. So that's why it was. So it was a mixture. Yeah, it was like cross container. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So was, so they, they I got a I made a made a graph and they, yeah. it's on display at the science museum in Los Alamos. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, the, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. John R. helped us figure this out.
2: Yeah. My names, little names on the bottom. Oh. I got a picture of it somewhere. Oh, cool. But,
0: yeah, you've always had the, the most eclectic interests. Of, yeah, of, of like not a motorcycle guy. Yeah, you know, like you said, just goes back to your to your childhood, I guess.
2: Right? Yeah, um, yeah, I got interested in radio stuff really early. You know, we're fixing car radios and
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, years ago, I came here when I was working at Yamaha, and you had an X-ray. You still got the X-ray?
2: Yeah, it's a X. Yeah, it's a. Oh uh, yeah, it's
0: an X-ray. I thought right.
2: Yeah, it's a actually it's a. I have an X-ray head like an old medical one. Okay. I've only I only used it a couple times. Okay, but it's kind of I don't like doing that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I have a it's a I have a device called the X-ray fluorescence.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's, it's sitting out there in the shop. But what it it does it it's got an X-ray tube, a small one. Uh huh. It it, it 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 you put a, a sample in it and it, it shoots. Uh, x-rays are focused towards the sample and then, then that that excites the atoms in the sample and they emit their own x-rays whatever elements in the sample and it detects that so you can you can find Jeez. out what what things are made of yeah 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 you know, like so I, I just tried everything in the house with, you know glasses and <laughs> rock from the garden and yeah, you yeah. can like you know like manganese and all this stuff it picks this up and Jeez. These different elements
0: going back to the atomic stuff so the test that was done in the fifties or whatever, it like literally affected the the earth, right? Like yeah, like it changed.
2: Yeah, it. eventually, yeah, eventually, like yeah. other countries started doing their testing out in yeah. the atmosphere and the underground, and
0: yeah, like, like I said,
2: I think I think the last the last nuclear test in the air in the atmosphere was China in like nineteen early eighties somewhere. Okay.
0: Yeah, and they finally just like and so. Like you said, it gets sucked into a jet stream. It gets transported over.
2: Yeah, it goes all around the world. All around the world. Yeah, which well, I,
0: you, you're telling me that I was like, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah,
2: like when after that, uh, that uh, Fukushima accident, what in 2011? Yeah, yeah. Like it would like a, a few days later, I went out in the, in the early morning when the patio table was still all damp. I'd wipe it off with paper towels, so you could detect the, the cesium. Really. Cesium 137 and 134 and some iodine and. Really. Yeah.
0: Are you worried about that? As a society? Uh, no, it's
2: really low. I yeah, mean, okay. it's just something yeah, that's yeah. really you have to put, you have to put it on the detector and yep. count for you know twenty four hours or yeah, more. Yeah, to, yeah,
0: but but it's there.
2: Yeah, it's there. But it's there. And yeah, you I, mean, I can still like I first, then I dug up some soil in the backyard and you can still you know sector your soil and you can see see that. Really, the, huh? the ccm yeah. one thirty four is gone now. It's a short half life, but
0: but you don't think like as a society we need to worry about like a, a, I don't know it's not good, but yeah.
2: But I say that all that stuff is pretty weak, but it was like yeah. some the people that were live close to it. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? And like, yeah. And yeah. that people, they kind of, what do they call their, their uh downwinders?
0: I, I watched a documentary on Chernobyl
2: uh-huh. and
0: I mean, it was just terrible. What happened Yeah, all the communities around there and just the, yeah. amount of, the amount of birth defects, the amount of men that died early, the, yeah. all of it, you know? Yeah, that, that was a bad deal. Yeah. Yeah. Re- <laughs> yeah. So should we use nuclear power or not? Oh, I don't this know. The, we don't have much choice sometimes. <laughs> I know, like you know, you you see that the politicians debated it back around. Trump was more of like a coal guy, and oh yeah, you know, and then and yeah. the, the Democrats are progressive. Let's use nuclear thing. You know, it's just a political. Thing. Yeah. But, but what is the best source of power?
2: Yeah. What is, I don't like. I guess it. I guess they say fusion if they could ever do it. But yeah, yeah the, the joke about fusion is that's it's the energy of
0: the future. And it will always remain so, because <laughs> <laughs> no one can figure it yeah. out. Uh, why? What's the? Is, is it dangerous? Like, forgive me, I'm, I'm very uh, stupid about this stuff. Like, is it just dangerous, or is it just impossible to do?
2: What fusion? Yeah, yeah it's really it's hard just, to do. Yeah, like hard it's hard to, to duplicate it. the center of the sun.
0: Okay, okay. So that's that's as far as
2: the temperature and the pressures. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and everything. Else. Like this thing does fusion, but it's it does it a different way. Okay. Like it, to do fusion to produce power, you have to have the same. Conditions like in the center of the sun.
0: Oh, okay. So we might never see this then.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say never, but yeah, they yeah. might finally crack it. But they've been working on it since the fusion was discovered in the 50s.
0: And they've been working on it ever since. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't.
2: Yeah. Like like when they first de- detected fission. Or, uh, first, uh, uh, not detected. When they uh proved fission, yeah. it was... When they first did fission, it wasn't that many years after they had were producing power from fission. Okay. But then, but then when they did fusion, like, say, in the 50s. Now, yeah. it's already they, been
0: yeah. can't, can't you know, like a 50,
2: it. 70 years or something. Right, and,
0: right. Oh, wow. It's, and this stuff is just – do you still read up on it? You still – like, is this just yeah, – Yeah, we
2: have some – we have some – like, you know, read a science news website every yeah. morning and stuff, see what's yeah, yeah, new. Yeah, and, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. you've always been such an interesting guy, such a smart guy. Like I said, you don't fit the motocross community. Oh yeah, (laughs) you don't really fit us, you know. Uh, Too much. Uh, Are you still using Windex to clean your face and everything? uh, Sometimes, yeah. (laughs) For the first times I saw you at Yamaha, you come out of the suspension room and you got Windex and you're spraying it on a rail
2: yeah, and then you wipe your face with it. Yeah, felt really good. Got alcohol in it.
0: So then I was, I brought that up to some old timer. You know, I don't know, Keith or uh, and they're like, yeah, he's always done that. Oh, yeah. He's always just Windex.
2: <laughs> yeah, my skin gets all greasy and the no- glasses slide down your nose.
0: And- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, when I think of John R., I think of like a really smart guy. And then he uses Windex to clean his face. Yeah, I know, just,
2: It's like a little water and alcohol and maybe a little ammonia or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was pretty funny for sure.
2: Uh um, yeah, yeah, one time we were I forget where we were. It wasn't a road race. Maybe it was super bikers. Uh huh. Something I don't I don't know what it was, but it was, uh someone told uh or maybe Eddie Eddie Lawson or something saw me do it or something, so he was gonna try it and then he said, But Eddie he'd been wearing a helmet, you know, so he yeah. put it on his forehead and it'll burned like hell. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh I did a podcast with Eddie uh a couple months ago. Oh yeah. Really interesting guy. I don't know much about road racing. But he was a really cool guy, and he talked about the super bikers.
2: Uh, oh, yeah! And good. you know,
0: Bob Oliver told me that um, one of his proudest moments was winning super bikers with Eddie because up against Honda, it's a you know a hybrid machine that they have to build.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah. Um,
0: and he, Bob, said that was one of the best things that you know he felt like he. Yeah,
2: that was pretty did. good. On a four, good old four ninety. Yeah, good old four ninety. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a uh, an engine. I got an engine. A 490 engine, I think it had a five-speed in it, a factory five-speed. Okay. And it was all, I think Bob worked on it. Yeah. But anyway, I ended up giving it to my son, Wayne. Okay. Wayne Reed. Yeah. And he he got it. He had it in a bike. I think he sold it finally. I don't know. But I remember he telling me the story. He had it somewhere, and he was telling some guy with a five-speed, and he wouldn't believe him. Wouldn't so, believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he told the guy to, you know, run the shifter thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> The they guy's said, like, wait, where'd you get that? You know? Yeah, the guy's
0: like, huh? This, this was but, never... but Wayne
2: said it like he wrote it. said he'd beat some guys on it because it was so fast that he right, just, right. just destroyed just, some other guys. was the factory
0: motor. Yeah. Uh, right? A Bob Oliver tune five-speed. Yeah, uh, yeah I, like I said, you're... Brock beating Bailey in 85 uh, outdoors is one of the better underrated championships, yeah. I think, you know?
2: Yeah, I remember, uh, I think it was Gainesville, that Brock's, for the fork started leaking. Uh-huh. And it's, the bike started to smoke, and then I heard a, over could overhear the Honda mechanic saying, "Oh, the radio's going to lose its water. <laughs> it's it's going it's to overheat because it's got a water
0: leak. It's going to puke out all the water. Oh, it, uh, it doesn't have any water. Yeah, that's, yeah that's good luck." Um, and then Brock was telling me one time that you would—I I don't even understand. I didn't quite understand the story, but you would build a a ping pong ball shooter out of a fork with a torch and acetylene torch. Oh yeah. And he you would just you would build like you just shoot ping pongs? The master blaster. <laughs> <laughs> like this is just boredom on the road.
2: Yeah, no, that was in the shop at Yamaha. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we I think we took a fork tube and just you know, just not a not a upside down. I think it's a regular yeah, fork yeah. tube. And,
0: and a ping pong ball down the side. Yeah I like, I think the
2: one end we welded a plate over one end. Like, you know, down near where the bushing was, there was yep. like an oil hole or yep. something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We then put a ping pong ball. just fit perfect into the, in the idea of the tube. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, put some acetylene and oxygen in there and then put the torch by the hole where, where the little hole was and it would shoot it out. And <laughs> Yeah. He was saying. It was- I shot a shot one at Ron, but Ron Heban one time. He was like across the shop I mean <laughs> <laughs> They hit the wall, and the ball is disintegrated. Yeah, yeah. Probably an HR violation. Probably. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty loud. I bet. Yeah, I imagine all the other regular people at Yamaha and stuff. <laughs> yeah, These race, race shop guys are always like getting gas or gas fumes in the air conditioning yeah. system. And
0: yeah, 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 for
2: sure. Right? They were. You know, they always the building guy was always coming back and they were, don't open. You know, gas stuff. No yeah. yeah you're like okay. People are, their people are bitching in the <laughs> in the. Publications department or whatever.
0: What was the best prank you saw pulled on somebody on the road or as a mechanic?
2: Uh, oh or wow!
0: What was the best prank
2: that? Oh, I don't know. Other, I, I don't know. One time, I come, one thing that comes to mind yeah. is we are at Southwick like a press day, mm-hmm. and uh, with with I don't know Kevin Wyndham and yeah. I don't know who else, but but uh you know Brian Muffin. Yep, Brian Barry. Brian Barry. Yeah, Brian Berry. Muffin lives pretty close to there, but yeah. he, you know, he. I think he just came over. I think he had a rent a car. Okay, I don't. I don't think it was his own car, but he was. It was parked there, you know, and everybody knows that. You know, Brian's a big air Air conditioning guy. Okay. And then Kevin says, "I'm going to fill fill the his car was sitting there like, I'm going to fill the air conditioner vent with talcum powder. Oh, yeah. So when he turns the key on, it all blows <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> did you see it happen?
2: Yeah, yeah, I... <laughs> <it> happened, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. I like uh, that. Yeah, uh, I did a podcast with with Muffin a little while ago. It was great. Yeah, oh was yeah, fantastic.
2: what a great guy. Yeah, when that, we were in a race shop at Yamaha one time. We're getting ready to go home, and he he's going to change out of his." Uniform, yeah, or worked, whatever, work clothes. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was clothes. So he hangs his belt over the partition between the work areas. And I was looking at it and I said, well, this is longer than my dog's leash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, right?
2: Uh, yeah, he What a great, yeah, the muffin is pretty funny.
0: Yeah, do you have a couple of mechanics that stand out for you over the uh, years? Like muffin and, and you have guys that. Uh, God, you saw so many people come through there, John.
2: Yeah, I know. You I know. just Alley is over
0: Allie and Muffin and
2: Steinbeck. Well, I forgot about it. Allie, yeah, yeah. Allie, yeah. yeah. They're all good guys. Yeah. Well, I just uh, would like to work love to work with them.
0: And like you said too earlier, I'm number one on the list. I'm yeah. really honored. Yeah. I'm really flattered. <laughs> I'm really flattered about that, John R. That that's great. Uh Dave Dye was was, was something else. So um yeah, you've you've seen a lot of things in the industry for sure. And you you're a legend and a hero. You got the yeah. plaque that
2: says Oh, yeah, I guess so. That's what they claim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: um, well, anything else? Did, we, did, I, did I forget anything? Did I forget I uh, anything out?
2: I guess only you know that. So yeah. I, I don't um, know. Uh, no, I don't. I, huh.
0: I, I'm really happy you, you did this with me. Like I said, you're definitely one of the smartest guys I've ever been around. Oh,
2: wow. Thank you.
0: Yes. and uh, I don't feel that way. I,
2: <laughs> I, I got... You're like, know, I mean, I can't go out. And I can't hang draw. I've never done that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you got a lot of other things to do. Um, and then what a career in the sport from from the early '70s to 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 Chad Reed. Yeah, I mean, you saw it all. You know,
2: yeah, it was I mean. pretty pretty cool being in Southern California, like for the motocross. Yeah. Like that's when it started to bloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what? A, you know, like this was a like the hotbed of motocross for
0: totally right yeah and I just put myself in your shoes like to me, to, obviously the Europeans were doing it in the late sixties and everything else but, mm-hmm. but and they were the the benchmark for a long time, but you know to me, in America, the sports I mean it doesn't start with Marty Smith, but to me Marty's the the epitome of the blowing up of motocross yeah and, yeah. and, and people and people getting dirt bikes, right? Yeah. And I think it starts with Marty Smith and you were there, and you worked for him, and it goes on to the explosion in the 70s and 80s and and, and you know, and then now to the two, to 2006, Chad Reed, I mean, James Stewart, they're taking the the the, the 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 progression of the sport to that level of James and Chad and those guys that were Ricky and those guys. Yeah. And you just you saw it all. Yeah. You were there. <laughs> You know what I mean? I just think that's really, really cool.
2: Yeah, it just started out, like I say, it's it with a Honda came out with those two-stroke dirt bikes,
0: right? Especially
2: <laughs> the the one, the two fifty was, it was pretty good bike, but the yeah. one twenty five was really good. Yeah. I think it was just it, it shifted really well. It was the, easy the to Elsinore, work on right? the Elsinore model. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah. Um, those took the sport. Bicycle. You
2: know, it was kind of cool at that time. You know, it, you know, got got worn a bike, and yeah, we'd we'd go to. You know, saddle Saddleback and uh, yep. Carlsbad and o- OCIR, you know yeah. what that is? Orange County Raceway. Yeah,
0: Orange County Raceway, yeah. Jimmy Perry told me about even, that. Even yeah. uh, uh, Ascot Park. Yeah. Yeah, you could race five times a week, right? Back there. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Or Indian Dunes if you want to drive far. And right, right. What else other track? Oh, uh, Lions Raceway. Never heard of that one. That's in Long Beach. Um, that, that that folded pretty early. but
0: what? Uh, before we go, though. We have a, a a guy that we our my listeners really love, and there's a lot of stories about him. And I need your best Jim Holly story. Oh, the one that you can tell. Uh, oh, I don't. know if You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. He he's uh he's a beauty. Yeah. He,
2: he, he <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. This story involves some flight attendants or something. Okay. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe we'll leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dubach said that. Dubok made the podium in LA Coliseum in 88, his first ever podium, 250 class, and went back, did the whole podium and champagne and you know all the interviews and everything, uh, uh. and went back to his van, and Jimmy had the doors locked and he was in the back <laughs> oh yeah and he goes i couldn't even get in my own van yeah. so um oh. yeah he's a treasure isn't he jim holly yeah he's a national treasure yeah
2: we go yeah Dubak was fun they did a lot of testing yeah. with him he was really good yeah yeah and the races too yeah
0: right yeah Dubak's a really good guy yeah sure. remember
2: oh. that that race at uh san jose, san jose? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. i was a videoing the videoing the thing oh, up in the okay. video
0: booth. You were a video guy that day?
2: Yeah. Well I, yeah, I did just mention stuff then I'd video of the practice and races and stuff. I remember during the race I was getting pretty excited, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god Yeah. Um, Damon was coming too. Like Damon Yeah
2: was, yeah like, they got stuck in the gate or yep, something and yep, wow. Yeah. Yeah uh, then then uh Matasevich and
0: and cooper and cooper
2: yeah. went together and yeah. took themselves out yeah yeah I'm, I'm saying oh what a dumb asses you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was quite a night I, uh, I just did an interview with doug about that race a little while ago yeah, yeah. It, was,
2: it was me and a, i remember george ellis was right next to me in a oh, video yeah. booth yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's funny um yeah that was, was it george ellis is that right yeah yeah okay george was the Cowie truck driver yeah, yeah yeah so i think he was probably filming or whatever right? yeah so, right um that's great. Uh, well, thanks for doing this. Oh, you're uh, was welcome. It, was it okay? Was it fun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm really, I'm really glad that you gave me some time today, and, and congratulations on it, your award and and and, and you know uh, a terrific oh, thank you. career. Yeah. yeah really, thank somebody you. that I think that like uh, it, maybe people don't really they know your name, but they don't know oh. the things you've done.
2: Yeah. So and you're pretty modest. That's not. okay. Yeah, it's fine with me. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. John, I
2: don't. know. What like I got into motorcycles and. Wow, that was a lucky thing. It?
0: Yeah, gave you this life, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, John Rosensteel on the uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Thanks, John R. You're welcome. Yeah.